Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think, as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today. Life, the podcast. I am so excited for this episode today. I am coming to you live from Chagrin Falls, Ohio, outside of Cleveland. I'm with Megan Moran of the Mompreneur Co. Um, she was on my podcast probably about a year or so ago. Um, I'll link her episode in the show notes below, but she has created this amazing space. It's a podcast studio. It's a mastermind space. It's an Instagram influencer space. There are different themed rooms, walls, and I'm just so excited to be with her again today, live in person. This is our first time meeting in real life. And just kind of looking at the pivot she's made in her business, the direction that she is taking this business in, and just all the amazing things that she is doing to help women podcasters, help women entrepreneurs, and just help them scale, grow their businesses, and connect with other women. So thank you so much, Megan, for having me here today. Oh my gosh. First off, thank you, Daniela, for not only driving, but taking your time. And I'm just so honored to be back again and talking. It's just so, we've just had such a fun girls day. I know. I said when I saw her in the parking lot, I'm like, I just feel like I'm reconnecting with an old friend. And it truly, that's the beauty of the online space. Like you really do get to create these connections and relationships with people. And it definitely comes to the next level when we meet in real life. But definitely to have you kind of catch us up on what has been happening with you in the last year, because I know I said, you know, the last time we spoke, you, you know, you had your podcast on the side, you were doing some Instagram lives, you were kind of coming out of the productivity space and, you know, design style and that type of thing. So where are you now? And what direction are you heading in? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy to think that we've, you were there kind of when it all started when it all pivoted. Um, So since the last time we talked, we dabbled more in the online space and we were doing a lot of like coaching and leaning away from the time productivity and into a lot more visibility. Mm -hmm. Like The more that I was playing around with my podcast and falling in love with it, the more I wanted to share that with other women. And so we were dabbling in helping them launch their own podcasts. We love connecting, and I always say we because my husband Colin is part of the business too. So yep. just to give he <laughs> is totally there. hands on. Saw him here He's this morning. Cool. He's fantastic. He is awesome. Yeah, and so um, yeah. So then I was doing a lot in the connection space and and connecting not only with your community and with yourself with mindset work, but then also with each other mm-hmm. and and people in our community. And so really, it all came to a head July of twenty two. Mm-hmm. So a year ago now, when we hosted our first retreat right here in the falls. And like you said, it's it's like rocket fuel. Yeah. You know, we hadn't really been together. 22 was like, okay, we're dipping our toes out, <laughs> getting back in person. Mm-hmm. And and so that was really the first time that I ex- really my first experience back in person. My previous business, the styling business we've talked about before, 
was all local for 10 years. And then we went all online right. for two years. And so that was my first taste of, ooh, I miss this. Mm-hmm. I've loved the connections online. I've loved the podcasting space. I've loved all these things. And so at the end of 22, because now we're in 23, <laughs> I know what flying. year day it is, <laughs> that was when I just really had this deep feeling of, I want a space of our own. Mm-hmm. And so Colin and I were talking and it was the middle of the night and I just couldn't stop thinking as we do. And that's when I said, I really think we need a space of our own. And he said, I think that's great, but I think it should be specific. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, if it's going to be specific, it has to be a podcast studio. Right. We both stopped and looked at each other like, oh, that's <laughs> something. And so that's kind of where this all started. It was, you know, being online, making connections, realizing that we have a way to help women get started or continue on with a really cohesive message finding those right connections to have on your podcast, connecting all of your ideas. Connection has always been at the heart of what we do. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then once we were in person, we're like, we need more of this. And so that was when the podcast studio came to be. Got the keys end of April. We spent the last, all of May, all of June, decorating the place. Right. And you have videos of that on your Instagram, Mm -hmm. which definitely you're going to need to check out. So the link for that will be below also. Yeah. It was so fun to get to share that process with everybody and Mm -hmm. And it was so easy, too. And we were just talking about how focusing our marketing on things that feel good and are easy um, and and what we're enjoying has been our path that we've been taking. And so that's really how we got to where we are now. The studio is open. We get to have amazing women like you in here recording not only their podcasts, but other content, courses, having events here. We're going to do an event together, which I can't wait. All about burnout. And it's a great creative space, too, because you just can relax sometimes you need to kind of take a step back from your normal space your normal life and this is a fantastic I can't even describe it there's different (laughs) themed rooms Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know yeah all the different vignettes was a big thing for us you know Instagram and reels and video content in that short form Mm -hmm. in a beautiful space is kind of king right now or queen let's say yeah and um yeah and so that was like a big thing that we were thinking too is you can do what you can at home so I have toddlers and so yeah when I was working from home I kept recording and have to text our sitter and say hey can you have them keep it down and Mm -hmm. the room tone in our room was we had hardwood floors Uh, The run room I was in didn't have a lot of furniture in there, so the sound was very echoey. And so we were grateful to find a space that, as we were just talking about, Daniela has like really thick doors, so you can't hear each other. We've got brand new carpet on the ground, which, you know, I love myself a good hardwood floor, but... Recording wise, this is better. And well, and I even love the last time we met, we were on Zoom, which is how I yeah. do a lot of my recordings. And mm-hmm. you can't have some of that natural back and forth like you can in person right now because Zoom will cut you off and only let one person talk at a time. And sometimes, you know, the magic and the conversation happens when you both have that moment together. A hundred percent. And that's something else that I've also noticed a shift in the podcasting space and the type of content I want to consume is more conversational, almost entertainment where you learn along the way. Mm -hmm. And so the big aha I've had in recording in person and opening up the studio has been that we're co-hosts. Yeah. And really treating it like if you were in a conversation, not a typical podcasting interview that we've seen before, it would be the back, like you're going to ask the question, I'll give you the answer, you'll ask the next question. Right here, I feel like it's natural where I can tell when, oh, you've got something you want to say, so I'm going to leave space for that. And 
it creates mm-hmm. a more natural conversation just because you're in person. Right. And I think the energy and the direction of the conversation feels more natural when you have all of that. And it translates better to the audience. I hope you guys are hearing a difference with these amazing mics, the awesome technology that she is generously letting me record on today oh. because it's it's fantastic. And I think, you know, as women and as entrepreneurs and then as a podcaster you know we don't need to play small we need to be able to show up as the professionals that we are and this is such a great place to do that and and just to have your support because I'm watching you as you're like taking these knobs and you're (laughs) changing the balance of things Mm -hmm. you know and it's those details that can make such a difference that's the the professionalism was in my mind this morning it's so Mm -hmm. funny that you said that and like quality those are two things that are really on my mind because you know a lot of people say get started and do get started Mm -hmm. with whatever you can it's so important but the other thing to think about is there's the little things that people might not notice or say too much about but they are the things that might take them away from the amazing message that you have to share Mm -hmm. and so good quality audio somebody might not be like oh wow did you listen to that podcast it sounded so good but they may listen to a podcast and say oh I really loved what she had to say but I couldn't even get through the background noise or the jibbly jarble there was a hum or something that you just can't (laughs) get rid of and and it can turn you off and so that's a big thing I think in my opinion both from a literal technical perspective but also when we think about our marketing too like a good reel has you stop something that's pretty has you stop you know the right professional logo where there's so much around your business and the way that you show up and the things that you do where authenticity by all means Mm -hmm. is important Mm -hmm. but at the same token you know you've got to have that balance too of showing up and not distracting them I talked about that a lot in my styling days is is your outfit distracting or helping you feel comfortable confident Incredible. All mm-hmm. these things that happen in the subconscious right. that we don't even really fully process, but it's those little details that make the difference. And, and I always like to say that's part of your self-care is the way you dress impacts your confidence. It impacts what you say to people non-verbally when you walk in the door. Mm-hmm. And it's those little details that even people don't realize because it's so subconscious, but it can make a difference as far as, oh, that sounds nice, or oh my gosh, that's what I want to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like that energy that you feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, with all of self-care, you think about how you show up so differently, and depending on what you need to do to fill up your cup. And I think I think it just applies. It all spreads out to everything, right? Yeah. And I'm sure with your business too, having this space, I know you've talked about being able to come down here and just batch create. You know, it gives you the time and the space that you don't need necessarily more time. It gives you that quality time. Yeah. I think about, you know, since I've been able to batch and just be in a creative space, you know, my mindset shifts when I leave my house. Mm-hmm. I leave my house and things that I want to do in the house and mm-hmm. all of that stuff. And I come here and I can breathe. Space makes me feel good. It's the right energy mm-hmm. for me. And then I can focus. And I think another important thing that the space has allowed is that batching and that I'm not starting and stopping. Right. I'm getting in flow. I'm typically not just recording one episode or one thing. I'm getting multiple things done, which then also brain and mental wise, I can go home and feel like I can fully focus on my family because I'm not mm-hmm. thinking like, oh crap, I need to do, you know, yeah. this this other part of the reel or oh, I never posted that. Like I got in, I got it done, I got out and I can be present in both of the things that I'm doing. I, I love that you said that because that's such a big thing when it comes up um, with other women business owners, they talk about that guilt of feeling like they're torn, they're taking away from their family, they're taking away from their kids when they're spending time on their 
your business, but you just perfectly illustrated the fact that you get your business done in that, you know, set space, that boundary you created, mm -hmm. and then you're able to show up 100% when you're there is exactly what everyone's looking for. Yeah, I know. I'm sure you hear this a lot too, that people will say like, oh, balance is not possible. There's mm -hmm. no perfect balance with being a mom and an entrepreneur or working mom or any of those things. But I don't know about you, I kind of disagree when mm -hmm. you have the right boundaries and space yes. in place and the intentionality and the quality of the time you're spending. Mm -hmm. I saw a reel the other day about that quality time and how when you're with your kids, you know, being on your phone, even though you're present, right. literally, mm -hmm. mentally, you're not. And trust me, I'm on my phone with <laughs> my kids. I'm not <laughs> saying I'm perfect. Don't take that the wrong way. But it's made me double back and think twice, right. um, both like, how am I physically showing up in that space? And am I giving it my all or the best for that day? Mm -hmm. My all one day might not be my all the next day. Well, imbalance is not necessarily about 50-50 equal because yep. I do believe you can have work-life balance or I know it's called work-life harmony, work-life mm -hmm. flow. You know, I look at balance as how you're able to adapt, pivot, show resilience and have boundaries. And those four components is where you find that balance. Might you have one day that you're working 10 hours on your business and then you have another day where maybe you're 10 hours with your kids mm -hmm. or, you know, you find that flow that works for you and feels good for you and feels good for them. Like you teach you know, the people around you, what you need and how to respond to you. And that's where we find that balance because it's about the things working together, not necessarily that you've got to split yourself in a hundred million pieces. Mm -hmm. I love that you talk about boundaries. And I also love that you've talked with me too about like the seasons too, because mm -hmm. it's not just what's going to work now is going to work forever. We right, were just yeah. talking about <laughs> now that our life is changing and, and different things are happening. And I love that you said that resilience and adaptability, because I think that's just the more and more I recognize in my mom and entrepreneur journey, the more that it is about knowing the journey, yes, being prepared <laughs> for all of the many pivots. Yes, resilience happen. is based in grace. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to show ourselves more of that. Yeah. We're so giving with everybody else. We give them grace. We're understanding. But we beat ourselves up, you know, inside. And that's where that guilt will come from, mm -hmm. you know, because we think we should have done this. We should have done that. And that resilience is the grace of I did the best I could. The Maya Angelou quote, you did what you knew. And when you knew better, you did better. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, where we're at. Yeah. The other thing that comes up when you say that, because this has been top of mind and I'm curious on like your take on this mm -hmm. um receivership mm -hmm. I am not good at receiving help ah <laughs> I we've talked about I've had mm -hmm. my boundaries for my self-care but I still really struggle and so I was with my girlfriends in Portland mm -hmm. this past weekend and we were, were talking about mindset and all that and we we talked through how I struggle with that so my current and maybe this helps other listeners too my current challenge from them was every time somebody offers something you have to receive it and just start yep. to feel what it feels like to receive and I've caught myself so many times like mm -hmm. the other day I was at the library with that big toy I was telling you about yeah. this like car thing and the woman offered to carry it for me and I could handle the kids no 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 and I was like oh no, I need to work on that version yeah. of a boundary more with myself, I guess, with right. allowing in and having that grace to be like, it's okay. Mm -hmm. You don't have to do everything. You're not a burden and, and putting other people out when they want to help. And my husband said last night, especially because I love to help. Yes. And so I need to, to work on flipping that. And so that's been a new version of self-care. Mm -hmm. It's been topic 
top, top of mind and I think pairs with resilience as well. It does. It does. You know, accepting help, being able to rest, those things that we feel like we need to, you know, be busy to prove that we have value. We need to help to show um, or not accept help, you know, to show that we're capable, mm-hmm. that type of thing. But by being able to rest and do nothing, by being able to accept help graciously and not feel like, okay, then I got to do this for you or right. that type of thing. It is, it's a hard lesson. It took me a long time to learn those things. It's a practice, you know, mm-hmm. being able to accept help without feeling guilt, without feeling obligation or that I was burdening anybody else. Yeah. If mm-hmm. they offered, they were okay with it. And mm-hmm. telling yourself that and believing it is part of the process. Yeah, I think that was my recognition. I'm like all about my responsibility. Mm -hmm. I made a decision to do whatever. And I don't want that to then become a decision you didn't like, even if you asked to help. And so that's been fascinating in my journey with everything, with launching the studio. You know, everybody offers to help. And how often do I actually take (laughs) it? But then how often by the time my me time comes or I get Mm -hmm. to a place of burnout, do I feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders, Right. but I was ignoring everybody around me. So I, that's just top of mind that I'm really working on in that field. And I don't know some of this, if it comes from, I don't know what your mom, it's like my mom, um, there's that martyr syndrome mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I think we've seen, unfortunately, yes. where, you know, the, you're a good person because you're doing everything. Yeah. You know, that's the type of kind of model that maybe I, I had. And yeah. I don't know if that's where it comes from, where we've seen it, mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's hard to see more of a collaboration. It's hard to see it as that's not necessarily just one person's job, mm-hmm. that sharing the load is the benefit is what makes it lighter. Mm-hmm. You're unlocking something for me now because as you're <laughs> saying that, I'm like, well, you know, my mom is like, she's just a ball of fire. Like, mm-hmm. And I've also in, as I spe- stepped into the mindset world and realized kind of the masculine, the feminine energy, my mom has all masculine, like go, go, go kind of energy. So she's learning how to step back, let go of control, receive mm-hmm. more, all of the things. But I also grew up with my mom and dad raising me separately. Ah, so, so I only ever saw one person always doing all the things. Right. And so I think that's a that's an interesting aha to think about too, like of the modeling. You're right. You mm-hmm. know, I always say that on the flip side as a mompreneur that we're able to model this lifestyle for our kids. But I don't think I really flipped the script on myself right, until like you what, said what that right now. Us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Mine was a very traditional, my dad worked outside of the home, my mom mm-hmm. worked in the home, dinner was on the table, breakfast was on the table, yeah. you know? And and I know that's not who I am. <laughs> and it's, it's definitely different than to try and combine those because I'm a blend then of him, I'm working outside the mm-hmm. home, and her, I'm working inside the home, and I'm doing it all. And that's, you know, where I hit my wall of burnout, that it was too much. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, a single mom at that point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, it, we can't be everything. Right. Well, and then I don't know if this is for you, too. But then I have the extra mental load on my head of this concept of, oh, I'm modeling. So I have to make sure as a perfectionist. And at first I used to say recovering, but then I was reading a book and I haven't finished it yet okay. <laughs> all about perfectionism and how it's actually a superpower. So I'll let you guys know how, yeah. how it is okay. when I finish What's, it. Do you know the name of the book? I think it's the, per, um, yeah, it's like the perfectionist guide. It's um like a cream front and like pink, f- like uh, flowers almost on it. I'll send right. you the link so we can yes, put, it in, we'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something about like losing control or using it as their superpower. It has perfectionist on it. You right. Miss it. No, and um, I, I think it, I always talk about, you know, embracing, I don't know if I like the term weakness, but embracing those areas of ourselves that maybe we feel like we need to let go of, not mm-hmm. be as forward with. I think by stepping into them and embracing that area, 
you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. Mm-hmm. I, my husband's a sailor. You know, I say you can only sail to your least comfortable passenger. Yeah, <laughs> it's so true. And yeah, I think perfectionist comes up so much. But, you know, thinking about the kids, that makes it such an extra mental load. And then I hit that burnout wall, too, mm-hmm. with that whole modeling of like, oh, no, I'm not showing at my best. Now they're going to like take away something that I don't want them to take away. And mm-hmm. it's I think it's interesting as moms how we have that extra. Because we're models. modeling for them then if they're not their best, then that's not enough either. Right. And it's I know none of us circle. like that. <laughs> it's terribly vicious circle. Yeah. And and yeah, but I, but I notice when I do reset myself or I do these things to set the right boundaries for myself, it's like baking in less of that, you mm-hmm. know trying to avoid that worry that that point where I'm just stressed about everything now right and like to circle it back that's why you have this space so that this is you know you can take a step away and just be Megan here Mm -hmm. you can just be your business here Mm -hmm. and not feel like you're wearing eight other hats at the same time yeah hearing the kids screaming in the background I'm like oh no one of them needs me or or things like that and I think the empowerment for them too I mean you you Mm -hmm. know what that's like your kids are a little older so you get to share your wisdom with me but I think every time I leave only for a little bit which I think works good for Mm -hmm. all of us obviously they need more independence too and a different perspective I would probably be bored with me too if I was with me 24 7 yeah well and it's nice I found you know as I started to step out of my mom role and do more things whether it was in my business or my personal life for fun my kids liked getting to know me as a person they were always amazed you know the first time I went golfing they're like you golf you knit you you do these things I'm like yes you know I was a person I had a life (laughs) you know but I think if we hide that from them and even if it's not intentional but Mm -hmm. we give up our hobbies we give up our fun we give up our free time to be just their parent and just one dimensional that does that robs them of that opportunity to really get to know us you know my kids like you said are older now my son is 22 and I'm his call home just about every day because Mm -hmm. we like each other's company now I'm not taking care of him it's just to chat it's just to catch up and you know that's the kind of relationship personally I wanted to have with my kids my daughter is you know leaving for college soon and we're taking just a girl's trip the two of us and you know knowing that the changes I made along the way you know taking time to go to the gym taking time for myself investing in me is why we have this relationship is why they are who they are now to feel confident and capable and able to do their life as well you know and so that that is the other side of the season that I'm in you know Mm -hmm. to see that benefit of you know my daughter takes time to go to the gym she takes her downtime to read and knows her boundaries because that's how we that's how we rolled you know I love that reflection that you're having because you know I'm in the kind of planting the seeds phase and Mm -hmm. you're in the reaping the the (laughs) reward and like the harvesting of the crops and all of that and so I think that's just a beautiful sentiment as I hear you say that of this work that you do and that you know I support as well of it might not seem like it makes a difference now but you're down the road and you can say you having this me time you having the self-care routine doing Mm -hmm. all of these things really does make a difference and like avoiding burnout yeah. really has helped your kids thrive and then obviously you in there um, there was a friend I was talking with recently and she used this word which was the parenting pause Ooh, I like that but it also made my skin crawl because I was like no 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 we shouldn't we don't need a pause like you're saying <laughs> you know we want our kids to see us we don't want to stop doing all the things and for me I think kids have allowed me to realize I don't think I've ever really had that childlike play mm-hmm. you know I didn't 
was never really a painter drawer. I mean, I played volleyball, but not till high school. Like I was just telling you today, I've never really Mm -hmm. had a hobby, but now I'm into teas. And so it's actually been fun for me to watch them and be like, how can I be more childlike and kidlike? And how can I find those things that I'm excited to share with them that I like to do? Um, and yeah, when I heard the parenting pause, I was like, oh no, no, we don't need that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I, I don't know if it's a, like, are you saying pause as in like, take a step away from parenting? Other way. Um, she was using it as a reference of she stepped away from like work or things like that and like paused her life. For parenting. Oh, okay. I was mm-hmm. I was totally mishearing that. On the that. opposite side. <laughs> I was sorry. Like, I should have given a definition. Because <laughs> I was like, because that's why I was like, oh my god, I, I love that because it's so yeah. you know, parents being a parent, it, it's while it's a lifelong job, because it changes so much in each phase and stage, you are the constant in your life. You know, whether your job, whether your daughter, whether you know, you being you will always be the constant. So when you said to pause that one role to focus on you was where I was. I like totally I like the new, Yeah, no, I like the new spin on it though. You should flip that script of mm-hmm. of the parenting pause. Yeah. yeah and it's it, and it's not a hard stop. And I think that's the thing where that guilt comes from whether, you know, we're taking time from our business, we're taking time for our kids, we're taking time for ourselves. Not all of them are hard stops. Each of those transitions is a pause mm-hmm. and to see it that way and the boundary is a little bit more fluid can give you the freedom to then appreciate it and enjoy it rather than feel like, oh my God, I'm missing something. Right. Yeah. I felt that frantic before just when we have tight timelines for things where Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, and this is where my receivership of support has to come into play. But it's like, oh, I have to go here and I only have this amount of time for this. And so I do like your flip on this of like, can we actually pause Mm -hmm. and breathe and sink into whatever that next thing is, that boundary is. And then that shows a different cadence for our kids as well. That like, And the pause can be anything from 10 to 15 minutes to, mm-hmm. you know, today we're taking a couple hours mm-hmm. and you've been showing me around town and we grabbed lunch and, mm-hmm. you know, this was a pause in what your typical day was, but mm-hmm. I think it, the benefits of it are, are definitely worth it. Yeah. It was funny. I was, um, as I was leaving, I was saying to our four-year-old Jack, like, all right, bye, you know, listening ears, be a good helper. I'll be back in a little bit. And I was explaining when I'd be back. And of course he could care less. Yeah. He was like, mom, I find, leave me alone. But then I was thinking, you know, I won't be back till later. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's, it's literally only a couple of hours. And I think it's funny as moms that we think things, mm-hmm. you know, we think like things take longer than they do or, or in my head, I'm like, oh, it'll be so much more than it normally is. And then you're like, I can take Mm-hmm. four or five hours for myself yeah and like I already just feel so much more rejuvenated just by having our connection and yeah. getting to have lunch next to the falls and pop into little places I just wouldn't normally do and mm-hmm. yeah this is a good reflection on for me and when you come back you're going to be able to share your day with your kids mm-hmm. and yeah. all of that it's funny my daughter she's babysitting and the one little boy was crying and everything and I shared with her I was like oh I used to feel so bad when I drop you off at daycare and they'd have to peel you off mm-hmm. of me and mm-hmm. you were screaming you know and then I get to work and I check the camera to make sure you're okay she's like I don't even remember that you know and I was like I was devastated by something that really didn't impact Mm -hmm. her in the same way that I carried it right you know for all this all these years oh my gosh yeah well my husband and I have been talking about that of when like we think that Jack's probably had his first memory now that he'll like actively be able to recite later Mm -hmm. in life but certainly Sophia who's almost three Mm -hmm. she's gonna have no memory of this stuff but I do think that like you said but it had an effect on us and so I'm Mm -hmm. constantly like 
trying to play that dance between how big of a deal do I need to make things, Mm -hmm. but recognizing in the grace for myself of, but it was, you know, a big deal to me. And so I'm always thinking about those moments of, yeah, when do I need to let stuff go? And when is it like, okay, I want to change it because of what it means to me. Right. Yeah. Right. No. And I, I loved this conversation, Megan, because I think this is truly the blend of your business, you as a parent, you as a wife, as a mom, because I think we are all these roles. And that's why our conversation has flowed in all of these million different directions, <laughs> because we're not one dimensional. We are all of these pieces together. And this is what we bring to the table, what we bring to every day to our business when we show up. And so That's what you get when you come here as well, you know, and I love all of that. So thank you so much, Megan, for having me here today. I'm going to have all your links in the show notes, the procrastination book or perfectionism book. Yes, yes. (laughs) As well as... You know, if you're going to have a calendar of events when people can come here, yes. they can batch their content, record their podcasts, or just even like retreat kind of events, right? Yep. All of that. We actually have um, an events calendar on our website. Awesome. That is not just for us, though. It is for every mompreneur who's in our directory as well. So if you are a mompreneur and you want other people to know about events you're doing wherever you are, you can go there, see what we're up to, and you can post what you're up to, too. Awesome. Awesome. So definitely check that out. Get on Megan's calendar. She is fantastic. And I am so excited that we got to meet in person and can't wait to connect again soon. Oh my gosh, me too for that workshop. I can't wait. Everybody comes. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love. Alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger. As well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together, as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon. Bye.